You're tuned into Eric's Movie Club. And now, here's Eric. Thank you so much, Jeff. This is Eric's Movie Club. Thank you so much for joining me today. By the way, if you've ever wondered why I thank Jeff at the beginning of every episode, it's kind of a little popular culture Easter egg. I thought it'd be fun to kind of mimic Alex Trebek from Jeopardy when he would walk on stage. He would always thank Johnny Gilbert, the famous Jeopardy announcer. And so I thought I'd do that with Jeff, my announcer, at the beginning of every episode. So anyway, now that Alex Trebek is no longer with us, I thought I'd mention that. If you haven't listened to this show before, basically what I do is I recommend a movie every week because we're all using streaming services a lot more than we usually would, and we're all watching a lot more movies than we usually would. So I'm here to make a little recommendation for you. This week's recommendation is a movie that I've loved since I was a kid, and it's one of my favorite action movies, spy movies. It's The Bourne Identity. I haven't recommended a movie in this genre yet, so we'll start with this one. Why you should watch it, where you can watch it, coming up. Also, we'll discuss the greatest car chases in movie history. Movie News. Dazed and Confused is one of the great teen movies. It's one of the great coming-of-age movies. It's one of the great nostalgia movies. It's also a great party movie. And it sounds like the cast did some epic partying behind the scenes while filming Dazed and Confused. In fact, Jason London, who played Randall Pink Floyd in the movie, recently said that during the filming, they smoked Austin out of all its weed, (laughs) which is pretty amazing. And I got to say, that seems like a place where it wouldn't be too hard to find. So if you could smoke Austin out of all its weed, that's pretty impressive. And he said that their connection for weed in Austin basically ran out (laughs) and the guy said look i'm not just growing this in my backyard i mean i'm getting this stuff from mexico and i just don't have any now eventually this problem was solved so you can say that everything turned out all right all right all right i had to do it wonder woman 1984 one of the most highly anticipated movies of 2020 it's going to make a little bit of history when it's released in the u.s It will be the first superhero movie to debut simultaneously in theaters and on streaming. It will be on HBO Max in the U.S. and in theaters on Christmas Day. It will only be on HBO Max, however, for one month. Now, in Canada, comic book fans will be eh, slightly disappointed by this, won't be as lucky. It will debut in theaters on Christmas Day. However, it will not initially be available on streaming here in Canada. It's time for Eric's Movie Recommendation. Today's movie is The Bourne Identity, released in 2002, directed by Doug Lyman, screenplay by Tony Gilroy and William Blake Heron. It's based on the novel The Bourne Identity by Robert Ludlum, released in 1980. The movie stars Matt Damon, Franca Potenta, Chris Cooper, Clive Owen, Brian Cox, Julia Stiles, and Adewale Akinoye Agbaje. What is this movie about? Well, Jason Bourne is a spy, but he doesn't know that. In fact, he doesn't even know his own identity because he is suffering from a form of amnesia. As he begins to learn more about himself, he also learns that he is involved in a conspiracy with the CIA, and they are looking for him. I'm a friend. I'm your friend. My name is Giancarlo. Who are you? What's your name? What's your name? I don't know. Oh, God. So where can you watch this movie? You can watch it on Netflix. And why should you watch? 
Well, this is a movie that made more than $200 million at the box office and helped kick off a very successful movie franchise. But I figure, you know what, 18 years has gone by since it's released. It's not a given that people in 2020 have seen it, so I thought this would be a good one. Now, one thing I really look for in action movies, in spy movies, is a good premise. It does not have to be realistic. In fact, the best practice for watching these movies is to just shut your brain off. You're going to watch fights. You're going to watch shooting, car chases. And ultimately in this genre, the story often comes second. Whether that's a good thing or not, that could be argued. I love these movies. But when it has an original or interesting premise, I do think it could really elevate a movie. This movie has that. Using Bourne's amnesia seems simple and almost seems a little lazy, maybe to some people. I think it's brilliant. We are learning things about him as he is. We're also very surprised every time we see him do something cool that both he and we didn't know he was capable of. It's brilliant. I absolutely love that as a plot device. I can tell you the license plate numbers of all six cars outside. I can tell you that our waitress is left-handed and the guy sitting up at the counter weighs 215 pounds and knows how to handle himself. I know the best place to look for a gun is the cab of the gray truck outside. And at this altitude, I can run flat out for a half mile before my hands start shaking. Now, why would I know that? Another thing I like about this movie, and maybe this is personal, is Europe. The movie almost entirely takes place in Europe, and I honestly don't think I'd like it as much if it took place in the United States. The only time we're in the U.S. is when we're in the CIA headquarters. Otherwise, we're in Europe, and I love it. Whether it's a port town like Marseille or metropolitan areas like Zurich and Paris or just at a rural farmhouse in France, I love the scenery. I love Europe. So that's a personal one. I just <laughs> I love that it takes place in Europe. Also, I want to mention the relationship between Jason Bourne and the character Marie, played by Franca Potenta. Both Matt Damon and Franca are great in these roles, and I think it's very important that they got this relationship right because Marie really has to be a surrogate for us. And I really think they nailed it. She reacts exactly how one would after being involved in a crazy car chase with police through the streets of Paris or after seeing Bourne be attacked by an assassin in his own apartment. <laughs> the looks on her faces are so perfect. She reacts exactly how any human being would react. Also, I feel like their relationship develops pretty organically. It's pretty awkward to begin with. This isn't James Bond where women seem to be immediately falling in love with him. She's extremely apprehensive at the beginning of this movie, even when he just asks her to drive him somewhere. She doesn't know if she wants to do it. I mean, it gets off to a rocky start, but I think it develops beautifully throughout the course of the movie. Now, the rest of the cast in this movie is just incredible. It's amazing how many amazing actors are in this movie. Chris Cooper has won an Oscar and a Golden Globe. Brian Cox is an Emmy and Golden Globe winner. Clive Owen is an Emmy and Golden Globe winner. Julia Stiles has won an MTV Movie Award, for goodness sakes. Even Walton Goggins, who has a small part in this movie, is an Emmy nominee. I mean, this cast is just incredible, and I had to shout them out. Now, I could go on forever, but I won't. This is a favorite movie of mine when I was a kid. Still enjoy watching it to this day. It's a fun movie. It's an action movie. It's a spy thriller. I think you will like it. I hope you check it out. Talking about movies with Eric. The Bourne Identity is one of my all-time favorite movie 
car chases. In fact, I think it is my favorite all time. But which other car chases are in the conversation for best all time? Let's get into that. Being a Quentin Tarantino fan, I had to mention the movie Death Proof. I mean, cars play such a big role in that movie, and there are many great, if not somewhat disturbing, car moments. But my favorite car chase of the movie is the final chase scene. Kurt Russell's stuntman character finally gets his. And if you haven't seen that one, make sure you check it out. I have a couple of classics I also want to mention here. The first being The French Connection from 1971. This isn't a car chase between two cars. It's a chase between a car driving on the road and a train on an elevated train track above the streets of Brooklyn. It's crazy. It feels like the most realistic car scene of all time. One reason for that is it was expertly shot, but another reason is because there was an unscripted, real car crash that happens during this chase scene. And they didn't get clearance from the city of New York (laughs) to shoot this scene, which just makes it so cool, and it's a brilliant one. Also, finally, the car chase that popularized car chases in movies. I'm talking about the movie Bullet from 1968. Let's set the scene. It's a Ford Mustang fastback versus a Dodge Charger. Behind the wheel of the Mustang, the king of cool himself, Steve McQueen. The setting, the streets of San Francisco. How many car chases over the years have been shot going up and down the hills of San Francisco? Countless car chases. It all started here. It even ends with a big, unrealistic explosion. I mean, this really (laughs) kicked things off, and it's the OG car chase, and I have to throw that one in. Those are my favorites. What about you? What is your favorite movie car chase of all time? I'd love to hear from you. And if you do end up watching The Born Identity, please let me know what you thought. Is there a specific genre you'd like to see me recommend on here? You let me know. If you have any movie-related questions for me, things like that, you can let me know by going to the Eric's Movie Club Facebook page. I will talk to you again next week. This has been Eric's Movie Club, a giant TV production.